Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the property management side of Alex Deacon's podcast. So this is the, we're doing the property management series. Uh, the past couple podcasts, we've been uh, revisiting old topics, kind of uh, refreshing your memory, brushing up, uh, brushing up some, uh, some, some old subjects, and kind of sprinkling some new information in as well. So we didn't want to leave out the property management side, and today what we're going to talk about is one we did a while ago we're gonna when we first started so this is absolutely going to be a, a you know sound a little different from the from the when we did it before but we're going to be talking the subject is to evict or to or not to evict and before i toss it over to the man of the hour uh we got some cheap plugs to get out of the way first that way we can bore you real quick at the beginning and then we'll get on so make sure you're looking for this podcast and all of alex's podcast and ian hoover's podcast uh search deacon hoover or alex deacon podcast ian hoover podcast we're all over Spreaker. We're all over uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, we're, we're out there. You can find us. We're on our website, dhra.com. Find our listings, find our blogs, our news, our updates, postings, everything that way. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we're all over the place when it comes to social media. Search us by searching Deacon Hoover. Uh, and make sure you're signing up for Alex Deacon's meetup groups. Uh, if you're here in the Pittsburgh area, or even if you're not, it's a great way to network. His, uh, his real estate investing group has over 600, we're close to 650 now. We're nearing on 700 people. Uh, his Pittsburgh landlording group is growing exponentially. I mean, we're, we're nearing about 100 people there, and it's only been open for about a month, I think. Mm -hmm. So right now, guys, we want to get all of that out of the way first. Make sure, please make sure you're visiting us and send us your co uh, comments, questions. If you are listening to these, let us know how we're doing. Um, if there's topics, questions that you have that you'd like the good deacon here to cover. Um, you know, we, we love feedback. We, we look for feedback. You can email at either alex at alexdeacon.com uh, or adamdaily13 at gmail.com. So, and that's D-A-L-E-Y. That's the first time I've ever given out my real name on this show, Alex. How about that? Ooh. 2019 is a, is a weird, is a weird year, right? Savage. Here we go. Here we go. So now let's get to the show. So guys, you're not here to listen to me. We all know that. Uh, the bad joke teller and the guy that doesn't really know what he's talking about when it comes to real estate. You're here for the man that, with all the knowledge, the man of the hour, the deacon of real estate, Alex Deacon. Alex, hello, sir. Hey, how are we today? Adam? Where's the applause track now? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what is our topic today? Right, to evict or not to evict? Wow. A little Shakespearean going on here. Right. That is the question. All right. Well, let's just jump right into this. To evict or not to evict. Why do I pick that topic? Because <laughs> it's a very important one. Sometimes it's it's better not to evict a tenant than it is to evict a tenant. And I'll explain why that is. Uh, and it really is all relative on a, a lot of factors, actually. Some of it has to do with financially, where are you as a property owner, you know, as an investor? If, and a good example is if we have somebody in December, mm -hmm. right? And it's, this is Pittsburgh, so it's cold here, winter months. Uh, they stop paying rent in December. So you file for eviction in January, okay? You're most likely going to get a, a court date within 10 days or 15 days. You show up to the court hearing you're most likely going to win because the tenant's not paying rent it's usually clear cut and dry mm -hmm. then that tenant has another 10 days to appeal so you're already into the middle of january the tenant uh has 10 days to appeal then there's a 10-day waiting period after that with court like the mail and the court getting paperwork out and all that stuff so you could easily be into um february or march 
appeal hearing. Mm -hmm. But let's just say it doesn't even go to that. Okay, it goes to uh, it's the middle of January, and the tenant says, "Hey, listen, I'd like to work something out with you." Mm -hmm. Okay, why would I do that? And this is why I would try to work something out with them because one, what happens on April fifteenth? Taxes. Taxes. We see this more often than not where the tenant doesn't pay their rent in December. They get caught up when they do their taxes for, you know, it could be March March 10th, March, but they could do your taxes in January mm -hmm. and get you paid. We mm -hmm. see it all the time. Two, what is also happening in January? What's the temperature like? Horrible. It's freezing. Horrible. So <laughs> it's maybe it's better. So, you, you know, you win the, the court thing and then they don't appeal the hearing. Now you can file for ejectment and you can get them out February 1st. Maybe you just kind of let them hang in there for, you know, try to work with them and get some money from them, right? Because you're going to kick them out. You don't know when they're going to skip town. You're not there at the property 24-7. Right. Right. So February 1st, they're, they're still there. You don't go check on it till February 7th. They left February 2nd, left the water on, shut the heat off. Now you have a house that has $10,000 worth of damage, Okay. So at least you have some sense of, oh, you can always put the utilities in a landlord reversion where they're supposed to stay on in your name, but half the time the utility companies screw that up. Right. So it's just, you have to be real careful on knowing what chain events can happen when you do certain things. So in this case, you set them up on a payment plan. So they're, they haven't paid in December. You start the eviction in January, but you also set them up on a payment plan. Because they can, you can always stop the eviction. Mm -hmm. So if they're on a payment plan and they're paying and everything's good, that's fine. Continue to collect their rent; they'll get caught up. Um, let's say they make one payment and then they they miss one and then they make another payment. I would probably work with them, knowing that you're getting some money in mm -hmm. until maybe you get through the end of February because I'd want to be through the cold stuff. Right. Yeah, I want to know if they do skip town. Boom. Because you can file for the eviction, mm -hmm. you can win the eviction, you can hold off on filing for the ejectment if they're making payments. And that ejectment, it, it, the actual eviction or ejectment, if I'm saying that right, it has uh, it does have a, a shelf life. So it does expire at a certain point. I don't remember how, how long that is, but it might be 90 days or 60 days. So you have it for a while. And all that means is if they haven't agreed to their payment and certain things happen... Or, or don't happen, then you can file for ejectment. That means you call the constable, the constable posts the, the door. Ten days later, the constable's there with someone to change the locks. And if they're still in the property, that uh, tenant is physically told to get out. Okay? And that's if they don't make their payments and try to catch up with you. That's the, that's like one of the worst times of year for me. And that's the time of year I would work with people. For sure, mm -hmm. right? December, they're buying Christmas gifts. That's more important, making their, you know, getting their, their kid toys than paying their rent. Right. It right. kills me. I would never do that. I pay my rent first, and <laughs> my kid doesn't get a toy. I don't, I don't know. Or put a little layaway. They still yeah. layaway. Yeah. So, and now the other time of the year is, and let's say it's the summer. So you have no reason to really worry about frozen pipes or anything. But let's say you are an owner who has a property, and maybe this is one property or you have 10 properties, but you don't have $10,000 
that it's going to take to get this property back to rentable condition. Because let's say when you bought it five years ago, the rehab that somebody did on it 10 years ago prior, so that rehab's 15 years old, right? Mm -hmm. You bought it five years ago. The prior owner did a rehab 10 years prior to you buying it. That tenant's been there for eight years, mm -hmm. okay? Or maybe the whole 15 years. What do you think that place is going to need? A lot. Flooring. Yeah. Or carpet, paint. Maybe the bathroom was really the only thing that didn't get updated in that bathroom. You're really going to need it. And when you get in there, it's $10,000. So do you have the wherewithal to get that place up to snuff? Now, we have some owners that literally just let their tenants live there for free. We we urge them. Well, let's just kick them out because you're not making any money here. It's the summer. Let's just get rid of them. Let's what? Why are they living there for free? They don't have any money to go in and do the repairs, and they're happy to take whatever we can collect. Mm -hmm. And that's the owner's choice. I would never choose that. But if I was in maybe a situation where I didn't have the money to to you know do the repairs, and I was like, let's just take what you can get, then you, you take what you can get. You always want to position yourself, if at all possible, if a tenant isn't paying, that you can evict them quickly. That you don't have to bend over backwards to work with them. Sometimes you do have to work with them. You have to bend. You can't be rigid where if, if anything goes wrong, you snap. You have to be pliable. You have to be able to bend a little bit and know what's in your best interest to work with a tenant. So... When should I evict the tenant, Alex? When should I not evict the tenant? Everybody has a different, not everybody, but there are different philosophies, right? There are definitely different philosophies. My philosophy is try to screen your tenants the best you can. If they don't pay, get rid of them as quickly as you can. But also, you know, show them you are not playing around. You're going to evict them if they're not going to pay. And then if you set up a payment plan and they do not stick to that payment plan, let them know you're serious about pulling the trigger on moving forward with the final eviction and ejectment. But it's not just a matter of, it's never black and white. It's never do I evict or do I not do, do I not evict. There's variables. It's, just, it's, it's never that simple. And then there are complicated versions of that that come into play when there are... Here's what will happen when tenants, certain tenants, you know, depends on the tenant. But some will use the the health department card. Mm -hmm. They'll say, oh, well, I haven't paid my rent in two months because there's mold in the basement. Okay, well, why didn't you tell me that? And where is the mold? What? How bad is the mold? You have pictures of the mold. You get that all the time. So how do you handle that? Do you evict them? Because if you do... And they have enough knowledge of the system, they can prolong some of that stuff. You know, okay. they can say they're putting their money in escrow, mm -hmm. and then you have to, then they have to prove that, and it can it can get kind of ugly. But I'm just talking not those outlier type scenarios. I'm just talking about a tenant not paying their rent, and the house is perfectly fine. And when you can't evict them, when you should, when you should work with them, or just not even. Oh, because Alex said so. I'm just saying your options and what time of year it is. And or have they been a good tenant in the past and they just 
all of a sudden just had a bad quarter. Right. You know, this quarter was bad. I lost my job. My wife left me. Now I'm back on my feet. Um, my, you know, I just got the new job. Give me another couple months to get five. Right. Okay, I'll work with you because you've been a good tenant for five years. But I'm going to set this payment plan in place and you get to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Now, this sounds like, and it's, this is definitely, I think, big picture in, in a way too. Like sometimes you do have to take, even if you have, you know, malicious feelings about it, if it's a bad scenario, sometimes it's better to take that out knowing that, even if you want somebody out of there, you might you know might have to take a loss. You know, it's it's almost better keeping them in. So this is where sometimes you always have to think big picture and remove the the and, and sometimes another and on the other end of it, you know, being too overly sympathetic. This is where you kind of have to find that middle ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is absolutely correct. And some some landlords, some landlords who who manage on their own, they're some of them are too nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where having a good property manager can help. Because you're just too nice. And then some property owners are, like, not nice enough. They're mm-hmm. too, they're too like, rigid. Right. And sometimes that can come back to, to bite you, too. Right. So you just got to kind of know when you, you know, when you can bend, when you have to be rigid, when, when you, you know, you have to uh, work with the tenant. It's it's definitely not black and white. It's, right. it's never clear. Nothing is anymore. <laughs> So what else do you have on this topic, good sir? Like a thinking it's, man. It's, it's just, again, it's a, many answers in real estate. Many, many, many are, it depends. Right. So, right. Alex, should I evict? It really depends. I need more information. And a lot of times that information yeah. is just going to spawn other questions to spawn other questions, you know. But yeah. that's, that's what you need. Again, we always say knowledge and question. Knowledge is our number one, is our number one tool. So, um, all right, then, Alex, this was, again, where were we at? We're about the 15-minute mark. Okay. It's a nice little abbreviated one for everyone, right? Cool, yeah, it's a good Simple, one. Simple, easy to digest. I like it quick because then, like, if you're like other listeners, I lose, I start to glass over and get the deer in headlights look after about 10 minutes. See, really? <laughs> so, there you go. This it is a nice little, nice little smaller register for you guys. I did all the cheap plugs at the beginning. You know where to find us all over social media. Search our podcast. Search Deacon Hoover, Alex Deacon, Ian Hoover. You're going to find a ton of information out there. Um, there's a lot of marketing going on right now, guys. So, again, uh, social media is where the places to find us. Go to our website. There's We have a ton of listings here in the Pittsburgh area. For Alex, for myself, and for everyone else here at Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors, we thank you for tuning into this episode, and we'll see you next time.